Welcome to this episode of Two Pickled Peppers Podcast. On today's episode, we discuss weird cures or remedies that we grew up with, whether it was simply hearing about them or actually having them used on us in our childhood. I'm thinking a lot of these would be reported to family and children's services in today's world. What do you think? I completely agree. There are some wild ones that we have come up with. Yeah, I don't I don't think the governmental services may necessarily agree with all of them. No, no, this is where you go, though. Pulp fiction. Crank call, crank call. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, so like we said, on this episode, we're going to discuss some weird or unusual uh, remedies, home remedies that either we got from our parents, we heard from our grandparents, or we just... We've heard about them. Urban legend, right? Stuff that you hear about, but you're not really sure. Some of them have been tried. I'll be the first to admit that I have tried a few of these remedies that we have on our list. Some were forced on me. Um, Not that I wanted to, but you know, mama ruled the house and mama decided what was going to happen. So uh, what about you? What do you think about these home remedies? Well, I think some of them may have been more like folklore, old wives' tales, but I think some of them were legit, even if they might be frowned on in today's society. <laughs> well, everything is frowned on in today's society. You Valid point. Anything. Valid <laughs> everything point. Everything that was good for you before is no longer good for you. Exactly. Yeah, before you used to be, eat a lot of red meat. It's really good for you. Now it's like, <gasps> how dare you eat this red meat? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Um, one of the first things that I've noticed is apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar seems to be the cure for everything. Yes, absolutely. People do still believe in apple cider vinegar for multiple, you know, ailments and uses and health benefits today. But the one that stands out to me for that is my mother was told by a family friend that if you have a sore throat to just get like a little medicine cup and put one or two teaspoons of apple cider vinegar in it and gargle it. And with the gargling, it will take the sting out of your throat. And I can testify, it works. Apple cider vinegar stanks. It is stanky, stanky. (laughs) And it burns if you accidentally drink some Mm -hmm. or if you're like the health gurus today Mm -hmm. that do drink it. It does burn on the way down, but if you just get a sore throat and you can't stomach drinking it, if you will gargle with it just for, you know, five seconds, think like you would gargle with your Listerine or any other mouthwash, it will take the sting out of your throat. And you can do it a couple of times a day. Nice little natural home remedy to get rid of the burn. Look, I tried apple cider vinegar. They said, you know, do help do a cleanse every morning. Have a little bit of apple cider vinegar with warm water. A teaspoon of apple cider vinegar with, you know, a small little, not even a quarter cup of water. Some lemon juice in there, some cayenne pepper. They made it sound good, right? You throw lemon juice, you're like, oh, okay. I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm drinking water that's been filtered through stanky socks when I do that. <laughs> that that's the feeling I get, stanky socks. <laughs> it just makes me think of dying Easter eggs. That's the only thing I think of. Pass. All right, what about the beloved Mercurochrome? The devil's spit. Oh, God, that burns. It burns. Now, what did your mom or dad use Mercurochrome for? Uh, Any cut, scrape that we had, Mm -hmm. slap it right on, feel the devil spit on you while it burns. (laughs) I'm like that. That was child abuse. That was. I'd rather take the cut and get an infection than get Mercurochrome on me. Now, did your mom call it the devil's spit, or did you later decide I that's decided what it was? I decided it was called the devil's spit because it 
burns. <laughs> Mama thought she was doing the right thing by putting it on me, but I'd rather get the infection. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take my chances. <laughs> I remember it being used on me and leaving that little orange tinge, that little stain on your skin afterwards. Yeah, it was like, well, why can't we just use regular iodine? Why, is, why does it have to be mercurochrome? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why does it have to burn? It's like, learn your lesson. You fell down, here you go. Don't ever let it happen again. <laughs> now, what about this? So we obviously come from two very different cultural backgrounds. But in my background, Vicks VapoRub would cure a cough. Now, in the sense of if you're laying in bed at night and you're coughing, 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 my mother would come in there and she would rub Vicks VapoRub on my chest and maybe even put just a little like swipe of it under my nose and then I could sleep peacefully without coughing. But I will tell you, not only did she do that, but then as a mom myself, a friend had told me, no, when the babies are coughing at night, a lot of times the smell of the Vicks Vapor Rub will bother them and keep them awake. So she suggested um, something that her mom had always told her about, which was rub a little Vicks Vapor Rub on the bottom of the baby's feet and then put socks on them and the baby will sleep soundly. And I'm here to tell you that works. Let me tell you something about Vicks Vapor Rub okay. or uh, how our we Hispanics call it Vipaporu. <laughs> you call it what? Vix Vaporu. <laughs> that's, that's us reading it. <laughs> it's called Vix Vaporu. Oh but my lord. We put that sucker on everything. That is the cure all for Hispanics. If there is a magical cure for Hispanic people, it is Vix Vapor Rub or Vix Vaporu. We will put that, <laughs> slap that, your elbow hurts, throw some Vix Vapor Rub on it. Your chest hurts, put it on your chest. Your back hurts, put it on your back. Put it on your nose, put it on everywhere. I mean, just don't get it in your eyes. That's the only place that it doesn't work. Anywhere else, a Hispanic <laughs> will put it. And any, any, any self-respecting Hispanic will have a little jar of Vicks Vapor Rub in every room of their house. It is important. Okay, we probably have a lot of Vicks Vapor Rub in our house too, I'm just saying. <laughs> it, cures, it cures everything. <laughs> All right. Now this next one, I did not learn this as a child, but I did learn this as a woman in my forties. Are you ready for it? Give it to me, baby. Okay. Monostat. Do you know what monostat is? Um, that's when there's a little extra, extra going on down there and you need a little something, something. (laughs) (laughs) Is it good to describe good like that? (laughs) I I don't know that everyone will follow you, but monostat (laughs) is like an over-the-counter cure for women when you Mm -hmm. have a yeast infection. I know, guys, everybody just turned this episode off, and I'm sorry. I was being nice because there's a funny way of saying it. There's a joke to say it, but that's why I was trying to be nice and not say it. Oh, well, I just put it out there. Same way I taught our kids what their body parts were. I just put it out there. I use the real words and we just go with it. Oh, we don't use the real words. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So ladies and men, you can try this too, Mm -hmm. but ladies, Mm -hmm. I know I personally started having hair loss after um, each of the last two babies. So I I kept thinking, I'm like, is it because I'm nursing? Am I giving them all of my nutrients? And so my body doesn't have enough vitamins or what? So, and it would always be in the same place, like up around like my right temple or my left temple, like what you would think of a man starting to get thinning hair. A receding hairline. Yeah. Don't you be getting a Ben Franklin on (laughs) there. Do not be getting the Ben Franklin No promises. But anyway, so... I heard about monostat and what you do, listen carefully. I'm listening. 
So you just get like a squirt bottle, a little spray bottle. Maybe you have one in your bathroom where you spray your hair down and wet it. Or if you take one to the beach with you, you know, to kind of spray your body and keep it cooled off. You just take a small squirt bottle. You can buy them at Walmart or any of the pharmacies. And you squeeze about a third of the tube of Monistat into the squirt bottle. And then you add warm water and fill it up. And you shake it, shake it, shake it so that the water helps kind of dissolve and break down the cream. Mm -hmm. And then when you get out of the shower, after you've washed your hair and you've done everything, you just lightly take that squirt bottle and you squirt a little bit in your problem areas. Not, I mean, you don't make it soaking wet, but you squirt it and then you kind of just rub your scalp a little bit to rub it in and then go ahead and style your hair as you normally wait, would. Wait, 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 you leave it in there? You absolutely leave it in there and you can blow dry your hair, you can flat iron it, you can do whatever. Have, isn't that like a greasy kind of cream though? Doesn't your but hair get all greasy? No, it doesn't. And that's why you don't use too much of it. So you're doing like a third of it to, you know, X amount of water, but you squirt it in there, spray it, uh, rub it in blow dry your hair, go on with your day. Your hair doesn't look greasy or anything. But you, my love, can testify that my hair started growing like crazy. It did start growing like <laughs> crazy. And I was amazed and shocked. At first, when I saw you doing it, I'm like, She's okay, crazy. Okay, we've, we've hit a new a new step in our relationship. You're like, is this part this, of the this, postpartum? Because she's crazy. This is a new phase in our relationship. We're going to have to work through this one. All right, we got this. <laughs> but hey, it did work. It helped you start growing your hair back. I was amazed. I had never thought it would. I mean, that is for yeast infection. Last thing I expected was for it to help grow hair. Yeah, but it was really bizarre, but I promise you people, it works. Now, men, he doesn't have balding hair, so he hasn't tried it himself. I have a full, luscious head of hair. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to try it, men, go ahead and try it. I'm not trying that. But definitely, ladies, I promise you it works for some hair loss. It's crazy, but it works. All right, so... One other ones, you know, now we're talking about Hispanic households, right? Mm -hmm. And like Viva Puru. And the other one that we used in Colombia is uh, when you're down with a, when you have a cold, um, we have a thing called panela, which is brown sugar, but it comes in a block, panela. Uh, you put some of that panela with some water and some lemon juice, mm -hmm. drink that up for a common cold to help out. So it's just sugar water with lemon? Yeah, but it's brown sugar. Panela is brown sugar. Okay. Yeah. Does, does it taste bad? Oh, it tastes great. I mean, I love it. It tastes really good. It tastes like almost like a lemonade. I mean, you, you're supposed to have it warm. Yeah. But I don't like anything warm besides soup, so I ain't drinking it like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't heard of that one. You got me on that one. It works. Now, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. In Colombia. Yes. Or in New, in New York, even. Mm-hmm. Did you guys deal with chiggers? I, look, I the first time I ever heard of a chigger was when I moved down here to the south. I'm like, what the hell is a chigger? I've heard of every other kind of insect, but I don't think that's the real name. Let me just put it out there. Are you guys, I don't know up? what the real name is. To me, that's you could probably look it up in an encyclopedia and it might say chigger. Now, it might say in the south, that's what we call it, but I'm just telling you chiggers. So what chiggers are, are these tiny little, almost like these little no kind of bugs. Yes, I said no see the, Is that the official name also? No see Am I going to find that encyclopedia? Maybe. Maybe. If you, if I have my own encyclopedia one day. Like people have Urban Dictionary. I'm going to have Peggy's Dictionary and it'll be there. So there are these little bugs. And what I've always noticed with chiggers is they gravitate towards like warm parts of your body. So for example, if you were sitting in the woods for whatever reason, a lot of people go hunting in the South. You're sitting in the woods. Um, or even if you're on a picnic, 
you'll end up with these bug bites that you never felt them biting you, but you will be like infested with all of these little welts, like all of your stomach, specifically like around your pants, waistline, or um, like where your underwear goes. (laughs) So there's a simple solution for that. Commando it is. (laughs) No problem. It's anywhere that there's, it's almost like there's heat, right? (laughs) Because like where your bra goes, it's all these weird places, but... My entire life, this is what I have heard to be the cure for chiggers. Mm-hmm. You ready? Go for it. All right. Southern girls, you know what I'm about to say because I'm sure you've done it too. Clear nail polish. On the bite? Everywhere you see one of the little bites, you're supposed to paint yourself with clear nail polish. <laughs> <laughs> what if you have a whole bunch of them? You just said what if you get two up You are over. just one shiny, shellacked looking person. <laughs> I don't know. I've had a lot of them. I'm telling you. <laughs> but here's the thing. I will say as an adult, the more I read up on this, it completely dispels that there is any truth to that curing them or not. But I have been painted on numerous occasions well, maybe with clear nail polish. Maybe it's because it forms a clear coat and you can't scratch it or something. No, it was supposed to be. It'll suffocate them. <laughs> that was the idea. It's was dead. that the bug was still inside you and it oh was going to suffocate goodness. it. Oh, my goodness. Listen, don't judge me, man. I'm just telling you what I know. Look, I just told you about rubbing Vicks Vapor Rub everywhere. And you're going to like this next one. Ready? Okay. A next expanded cure. Now, this, again, taking with a grain of salt, this mm-hmm. is, this comes from uh, you know a couple generations back. But bedwetters, big problem, right? Wetting your bed when you're mm-hmm. a little kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, the theory is in Colombia is that little kids, when they wet their bed, is that they have cold trapped inside their body. Cold? cold like like C-O-L-D? Air. Yeah. Like okay. C-O-L-D. Trapped inside their body. So the way to get that out is they got to go pee on hot coals. And that steam is what helps release that cold. So it's supposed to just help you get all the pee out, like fully empty your bladder? Yeah, yeah. And you're causing... It's it's almost like a sauna, but with pee. (laughs) (laughs) So then, because you've now fully emptied your bladder, which you could do just by sitting on a toilet, Mm -hmm. you've risked a burn Mm -hmm. on your private parts. Maybe a chicker bite, too. I don't know. We don't have... (laughs) (laughs) Just by hovering over some hot coals. Hey, hey, hey. I never said this worked the same way like your clear coating of nail polish on chiggers. So, you know, we're, we're going to carry on to the next one. Thank okay. You. Well, since you mentioned urine, let's <laughs> just go ahead and put two out there that I know of associated with urine. Uh-oh, so there's ahead. one that Friends, the episode, brought to light what mm-hmm. a lot of us know, which is if you get stung by jellyfish, pee gonna, on it. I'm going to pee on you. Yep. Or get someone to pee on you, right? That that's supposed to take the sting out. There was an episode where Monica got stung by a jellyfish and they were fighting over, you know, who was like, going to pee. Isn't that like kind of cheating if somebody pees on you? And I'll do it. I don't know. It was <laughs> you don't bizarre. Need anybody else. But, but it definitely <laughs> is kind of the urban myth of mm-hmm. how to get rid of the sting yeah, of I've, a jellyfish. I've heard that numerous times. I've seen it. Obviously, I haven't seen anybody pee on somebody. It's more like pee in a cup and they put it on. <laughs> <laughs> Not I, into that. <laughs> okay, here's the other urine one. And I've never told you this one. Uh-oh. And my cousins, if you're listening, I will not reveal your identity as to oh, whom Lord. this may have happened to. <laughs> oh, so this is a factual. This is not a myth. This actually happened. This happened. I don't know if it's factual in the sense of that it worked, but <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely is out there. I'm all ears. Okay. That if a child mm-hmm. or someone has a really bad earache or ear infection, you you pour a little urine Uh, in their ear. (laughs) I swear. 
I have family members that have tried this and they say it's legit. I fortunately, I think that scared me into never getting another ear infection in my entire life. That's, that's kind of kinky. No. <laughs> You can find a million other things. How about some alcohol? Some alcohol. Well, just for the record, I am not related to R. Kelly. So this <laughs> has nothing to do with R. Kelly, okay? No pee in the ears, thank you. <laughs> I'm telling you, if that doesn't cure ear infection, like you not even allowing your body to get one, I don't know what will. Oh, God. You won't have friends is what you're not going to get after that. <laughs> like pee from your ears. All right, what else you got? All right, so... Again, this is another urban legend from Colombia, um, and it was in order for, you know, little kids, everybody, every little kid see, you know, thinks they're big when they start having facial hair. Mm-hmm. So in order to grow your beard fast and to have a nice, beautiful, luscious beard, right, you're supposed to put petroleum on it. Like petroleum jelly? Like- no, like real deal petroleum. Like which is like fuel? <laughs> yeah, like gas, like kerosene, petroleum on it. Petrol. You're that, supposed to put some petrol on it. Okay, that's one of those that defects should probably be called. <laughs> if you're allowed to um, access yeah. petroleum and rub it on your face. Listen, in Colombia, there's different rules. It's changed, but before, you know, <laughs> I can tell a little kid five years old, hey, go to a store, give me a pack of cigarettes and a six-pack, and they will gladly give the kid a pack of cigarettes and a six-pack. Different rules, different times. Yeah, it's definitely a different time, for change. sure. This has been a change, but yeah, petroleum... On the face, supposed to help with your beard and skin cancer, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> wow, so maybe that would have replaced my monostat usage, huh? I don't know. Maybe there's a connection there after all. Maybe I should stop making fun of it. Okay, here's a weird one. And I learned this from a friend that was from the islands. And it happened because one day at work, I got hiccups. And I could not get rid of those hiccups. And I kept hiccuping. it. Oh, my gosh. Or like my kids say, hicking up instead of hiccuping, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, um, I couldn't stop doing it. And he said, let me get you a glass of water. And I thought, well, that's traditional. I was sitting over there drinking water, but, but I kept, you know, hiccuping the whole time. So he's like, no, 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 no. This is how you do it. So he took a glass of water and we just happened to have like a coffee mug close Mm -hmm. by, took the coffee mug, filled it with water, and then he put a spoon inside of it. But here's the important part. And I promise you this works. You take the spoon and you put the handle of it down inside the water and you leave the actual spoon part, the part that you would put in your mouth, sticking out of the cup. And you place that, so you hold the cup up against your mouth, you let that spoon piece rest on your cheek while you drink that cup of water. Inside your mouth? No, on the outside, touching the outside of your cheek. That makes no sense. I don't care if it makes sense. I have used that 100 times easily since he showed this to me. And it works every time I've done it with the kids. I've done it with friends. It works. I don't know what kind of voodoo is going on. What kind of stand your broom up on its head is happening. But 2020's had enough. Don't be doing any <laughs> crazy like that, okay? You know, I'm just saying it works. If you get really bad hiccups, get you a cup of water. Stick a spoon in it upside down so that the round part of the teaspoon is sticking out. Let that piece of the spoon rest on your cheek while you turn that cup of water up and drink it. Your hiccups will be gone. Ta-da! Whatever happened to just scaring people? Give them a boo! That never got me. I don't know. That's the only one I ever knew about That didn't work on me. Well, okay, so I got another one. Again, you want to talk about hair loss, right? You got you got your monostat for hair loss, right? Uh-huh. You got petroleum to make your beard grow. But here's another one. What? From Colombia, of course, as well. Um, you got to put some honey on your head and let a cow lick it. Stimulate some growth. 
you know, cow tongue is thick, you know, just like (laughs) right on your head. So did you just have cows running around freely where you could easily find a cow or what? Listen, so you, you, we have farmers in the family, you know, and there's, you know, Colombia's a big known for coffee and potatoes and a, a couple of other things. So the agriculture is big there. So, yeah, there are a lot of cows around. I have never seen this. I've never seen a cow looking in a man's head. I just, I went, you know, I was telling my dad and asking him and he said, yeah, As he, he heard about that when he was little all the time. It was, he's never done it. But he said that uh, you, he heard that, you know, you put some honey, I guess, to make the cow want to lick your head. And then you just let the cow lick your head and stimulate some growth. So you just ran to the local finca mm-hmm. and you're like, here, vaca, 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 vaca. Hey, listen, <laughs> I don't know how you call a cow. I don't either. That's all I can come up with was vaca, vaca, vaca. But yeah, lick your head and uh, stimulate some growth. I don't know about that. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Maybe something the cow spit. I don't know. I promise you if I go bald, I'm going to monostat before I do a cow in my head. Now, wait a minute. What was that when your dad was telling us about with balding? There was one more and it had to do with a chicken. Uh-huh. More finca items. Yeah, more finca again. More animals on the farm. And another way, if you don't want to go with the honey and you think it's disgusting that a cow licks your head, because I think that's disgusting, a cow licking your head, mm-hmm. you can go the easier route and just rub some chicken poop on your head. Because that stimulates growth. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to go to Columbia and I'm going to tell them about Monistat and we're going to stop. <laughs> Why are you going to pay for Monistat when you get a free chicken poop? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to stop all this crazy farmer urban legend and we're just going to give them some Monistat. This is okay? farmer ingenuity. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like hazing to me. That's all I'm going to say. It sounds like fetishes to me. I don't know. It's bizarre. All right. Here's another cure that my grandmother used. I saw her use this. I don't know if it helped. She swore by it. But my entire life, if she ever had heartburn, do you know what she would take? Mm, Tums. No. Are you kidding? It's kind of like you and the saying, hey, it's free on the farm. Get your chicken poop. Oh, God. I hope it's chicken poop. It was not chicken poop. She would go to the refrigerator Uh because we would always keep an open box of baking soda Mm -hmm. in the refrigerator because that helps kind of take away any of the odors. Yeah. 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 So she would scoop a spoonful of baking soda, pop it right into her mouth, dry, and swallow it. That's like eating dust. It probably is like corrosive and... All of these other things, but I, I guess, I don't know, because bacon soda, they talk about it neutralizing some alkalinity. Maybe it had something to do with that, but she did it religiously if she had heartburn and she swore by it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it worked, but she said it worked I and know. I saw her do it firsthand. My throat just got dry thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So another one that we have now, this is some, some New Year's ones that we have. Okay. Okay. So some of these are, you know, there's uh, always every time, you know, the New Year's coming in, midnight, you want to do things to bring you good luck for this next upcoming year and everything else. But there are specific things that you could do. So these are more just like traditions these are or traditions. like and old wives tales or something. These I lived. I saw people doing this. I saw my family doing that. I'm not going to name names. Okay. But they have totally done this. Okay. What is it? Okay. One of the first ones is you, you, women, yellow undies for good luck. Yellow kukos. You have the- <laughs> You have to have them. You just have to wear them on New Year's Day? For New Year's, yeah, for midnight. You got to be wearing them at midnight going into the new year. The yellow undies (laughs) for good luck. So if you put them on after midnight, you're hosed. You just hold yourself. You need them on before (laughs) that. Yellow undies, that is it. That is a tradition. A lot of Hispanics, 
But what it, what kind of good luck is that supposed to bring you? Uh, you might get lucky next year. <laughs> because the yellow undies? I don't get it. Okay, Arr. next. <laughs> what you got? All right, next one again. Midnight. Uh, if you want to travel a lot, uh, you're supposed to pack up a suitcase and head out of the house at midnight with your suitcase to bring in good luck and travel for the following year. That's that is a big tradition where people just want to they they feel that if you do that right at the stroke of midnight when the new year starts, that is what you're destined to do for this upcoming year. Now, I can tell you, yes. we did that a couple years ago when your family was here. Uh-huh. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I'm trying to remember because we do a lot of traveling. I'm trying to remember if that year we had like an uptick in our traveling, and I don't remember, but we did. <laughs> I didn't understand it. I didn't know what was happening. They convinced me that this is what you do. So we all grabbed, and they were empty suitcases with rollers on them. That's it, and run out. And we took out, (laughs) we started running out the door, Mm -hmm. and we live on a cul-de-sac. So we just started running around the cul-de-sac. I'm sure the neighbors thought we were having some kind of crazy, like, Colombian seance or something. So so just remember, so (laughs) when we have a New Year's celebration. Yes. The tradition is for Hispanic, the party gets started at 12. Yes. So, so it's, you know, your party, you, you're having a party up to 12 o'clock midnight. Mm-hmm. Midnight celebration, hey, hugs and kisses everybody. And then the music comes on, you're drinking, you're dancing, you're eating like at four o'clock in the morning. You're eating full meals, a like with tamales f- not, at not four meal, o'clock in the morning. feast. Yeah. At 4 a.m. And you I can't just, hang with you guys. Like I'm used pass to. Pass out at four, yeah. at six. <laughs> I was used to like Dick Clark's rocking New Year's Eve. The music plays a little bit. Maybe stay up till 1230. All right. My mother being like, okay, everybody, you made it through the New Year. Good night. Listen, I remember very well one year in Colombia, we were celebrating New Year's and I literally went on a 48 hour bender straight through the night. The next day, some people passed out early, like at four o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. Some of us stayed awake. Other people woke up a little bit, you know, the ones that went to bed early, mm-hmm. got up, they started partying again. The ones that went to bed at four got up and kept partying. We kept it going through the night. The next morning again, we just kept going straight through the night. And the next day, you take a trip. You go somewhere. You go to the finca. You go to a river to go swimming. You go do something fun. Mm-hmm. But it was a 48-hour bender of drinking and eating and dancing. That is so bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did learn that if we celebrate... New Year's with your side of the family, I always, A, take a power nap, and B, I eat before we go over there because I know I'm not going to get any food until like 1 a.m. Oh, that's an absolute fact, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So definitely two things there. Any other New Year's traditions? New Year's traditions always, we have, uh, there's two more, we... We give out money at midnight, so normally you give out money to kids at midnight, and that's supposed to be good luck to to get money. Give money to get money, basically. Okay, so kind of charity. Yeah, and then also, you know, the... Charity uh, starts at home, okay. So when the clock strikes 12, the 12 uh, dongs of the clock, you're supposed to have 12 grapes, and each each grape is a wish. You make a wish with each grape that you have for each one of the 12 dongs going into midnight, so, you know, for the next next year. Oh. Yeah, that's... Do you say those wishes out loud, or is that kind of... No, you keep them to yourself. You want nobody stealing your wishes. (laughs) Oh, okay. Greedy with your Some wishes. thievery going on. <laughs> Don't you want to take my wish, woman? <laughs> <laughs> okay. One thing that we didn't cover, kind of going back to the idea of cures and remedies, this one sticks out to mm-hmm. me. Warts. Do you guys have any special cures for warts? 
I mean, no, not that I can think of. All right. And again, I don't know if this is just a Southern thing, so y'all can let me know if it is or not. But I know specifically people who believe that if you get a wart, Mm -hmm. like, you know, little kids get warts all the time and trying to get rid of it. If you can't get rid of it, that somebody knows someone else who can conjure that wart. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean? conjure that wart i don't exactly know what it is but i know people who do it and they swear by it and the people's warts disappeared but i don't exactly know what it is is it like an ouija board person when you do this (laughs) conjuring do you close the box once you conjure (laughs) i don't know i don't know what it is and apparently they're not allowed to tell how they do it so it has to stay like maybe families will pass it down the family line, but you're not supposed to tell other people. But I promise you, I know people who do it. I'm calling bull on this one. <laughs> Another one, <laughs> though. Once you said you can't tell anybody, don't, don't, I can't give you my secret. I can't tell you how this is going to happen. It's an ancient family secret past now. Bull. <laughs> <laughs> well, other people would get the preacher, again, this is in South, uh-huh. to buy the warts. Buy them? What do you mean buy them? I don't know. They would like give you a penny per wart and then your wart would go away because the preacher bought it. What? I'm telling you. <laughs> I know people. Oh, My Lord. friends, I know you're out there. You know who you are. Listen, my family members, you know who you are. Don't you be conjuring any spirits here in my house <laughs> to get rid of any warts. I, I want Luckily, some of that wart cream wood, or wart remover. No warts what is here. It called? Whatever it's called, <laughs> I want that. I don't want no spirits. Compound, what is it? Compound W? Something like that? Some kind of wart Whatever it is, that's what I don't want any conjuring, okay? No conjuring. This is no conjuring zone. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so... Now we want to talk about conjuring and, you know, and this higher power that is doing things. So um, in Colombia, you know, Colombia is a very, 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 very Catholic country. And as Catholic country, they believe in saints. So we have patron saints for a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of the patron saints that we have is San Antonio. San Antonio is St. Anthony, the one that has fat baby Jesus in his arms. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, saying, you know, you always have one patron saint, which is the one you pray to whenever you need things. Everybody has one. You know, pick your favorite. Basically, that's what it is. You can have whichever one you want. Well, normally when you have San Antonio, and the San Antonio is prevalent in my family. A lot of people have that one as their patron saint, San Antonio. What you do is, you know, you praise to San Anto- uh, Saint Anthony and you ask him for whatever it is you're asking him for, this, that, the other. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, St. Anthony is just not listening. He might be a little busy with other people. The way to get St. Anthony's attention is you take fat baby Jesus away from him. You kidnap the baby? Maybe you might take it away for a little bit and, you know, like, hey, hey. Look at me. I have fat baby Jesus. You want him back? Hook a brother up. You ask St. Anthony? Like, you you ask him for ransom? I, I wouldn't call it ransom. It may seem that way. It totally seems that way. <laughs> you kidnap a child, and you say you will give the child back when this task is done. That's ransom, dude. I don't know what else you want to call it. It's it's uh it's make getting his attention is what I call it getting Saint Anthony's attention because he he might not be paying attention at that moment he might be paying attention to other people other people ways. with serious needs hey 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 that have more important things to do than to steal a fat baby no, from a statue nobody said it, it must be something important that you pray for okay <laughs> nobody ever said that there's no rules to praying. <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. So some of these definitely take the cake, but the one 
that made me giggle the most when we were having a conversation with your parents and trying to talk about some of the funny ones Mm -hmm. in Columbia, you know, just kind of thinking to them being an older generation. Yes. Do you remember what they said to do if you get a sty, that little like swollen, inflamed, sore thing, the sty on your eye? (laughs) Yes, I do. And what did they say? If you get a sty, you are supposed to um, look at a crow. You're supposed to look at a crow like with the eye with the sty. And it's that's what helps take it away. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So again, crows readily available. Hey, they're everywhere. Those those fools are everywhere, those crows. I could have sworn your mom said also you can look at a vulture, like if a crow's not nearby. <laughs> yes, but I'm that sorry. made no, me No, no, yes, you're right. It is a vulture. I am so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, am wrong. I was well, I was like, oh, okay, a crow, but the vulture thing made me think. Oh, like I, you don't just regularly go outside and see vultures. So yeah, something dead uh, has to be well, close remember by. Remember what I said? We, you know, it's country. Columbia, you know, back then. So farm animals more and things farm could have been deceased. Critters, and... dead, whatever, you know, or chupacabras or something like oh that. Oh my yeah, gosh. Something, something mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. <laughs> Bizarre. <laughs> so if you get a sty, find you a vulture, people, and look, stare at it with that it, eye. With that one eye. Close your other eye and stare at it like a Popeye. <laughs> just look that vulture down in the eye. Oh, my Lord. Fix everything. I tell you, fix everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Can you think of any other ones that I cannot we're think sticking of, out? I cannot think of any other ones. And uh, I, I think we got enough. Man. We don't need any more. <laughs> Thank you very much. I think you are right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Two Pickled Peppers. Please tune in next week for a brand new episode. In the meantime, please make sure you are following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's Two Pickled Peppers, T-W-O, Pickled Peppers. And one more quick shout out. If you like the music that's playing in the background. Let me put the volume up a minute and let people hear this. This is a good, good, good song. Don't ruin it for them, honey. <laughs> I'm singing along. All right. So this track is called Island Whiskey. And we have a very dear friend that created it for us. He performed all of the instruments. He wrote the tune, put the beat together for us. And if you like this song, definitely go check out some of his other stuff. He's got a YouTube channel that's called Gimme Mo. It's G I M M E. Mo M O E, and he also has Facebook and Instagram under Gimme Mo Drums. So thank you, Chris. We are still loving this track. It's awesome. Chris, here's a drink to you, buddy. I'm taking a sip of my beer for you right now. I love this song. Thank you, buddy. Cheers, Chris, and thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye bye now. Bye. <laughs>